we prefer dangerous freedom over peaceful slavery. We are the orphans of the American dream. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 11 of the Orphans of the American Dream Podcast. Sasquatch sitting here as always with Kami Tommy and Jay Bone. Alright. <laughs> um, it's been a pretty eventful week. Once again, never a dull moment with our president in office. Um, big news this week. The uh, Bundy Ranch guys, did Trump not pardon them? Um, that is yes. correct. Yes, not the Bundy Ranch guys. It'd be the Hammonds, but okay. it's that, it's all that group. Yeah, yep. it's it's amazing. It's my favorite thing about the world right now. But <clears throat> no, yeah. So it goes back years. Actually, technically hundreds of years. We've we've gone over it in a little bit of detail in a couple of previous episodes, mm-hmm. and then we actually have a few articles on the website that kind of go in depth about what the whole situation is but just to break it down because the last like year and a half two years has been mostly a lot of new developments from court cases that they've been fighting um back in 2001 the hammonds were charged with having a fire on federal land they were charged again or convicted in 2006 of a separate fire that spread onto federal land now they were given a five-year prison sentence, five-year minimum. It was a, uh, a statute in um, a five-year minimum prison sentence, and <clears throat> uh, they only served a portion of it. The judge said it was unnecessary for them to serve the entire five years. It was too much of a prison sentence for the crime. In 2012, they were uh, subpoenaed or to be sent back to prison. And that's when that whole Bundy standoff in the Federal uh, Reserve Building happened and all those guys went to prison. So, break this down all the way back to the Bundy Ranch thing where the militia and everybody came down to the to the ranch and helped fight off or fend off against federal agents they've all been vindicated the government has or the or the courts have decided the government's overstepped they had no right to do most of what they did there and the bundies have been completely vindicated of that <clears throat> then well, that's, that's huh? a good thing right mm-hmm. then you have the actual uh case where they overtook that federal building and occupied that in protest to the Hammonds being imprisoned, you know, basically double jeopardy. And all of those guys basically got arrested. Uh, Lavoie got shot and killed by two agents who are currently in court and they're trying to decide how that's going to play out, whether they're going to get charged with murder or whatnot, but they definitely know it was not a good shooting. So they're dealing with that and 
all mo- majority of the guys who were in that occupation have also had their court cases already and have been freed. The court again agreed that the uh, circumstances for their arrest, the circumstances for why they did what they did, was not just, and they have been released. Now, this week, Trump drops another bombshell on this humongous story and and pardons the Hammonds, who are currently serving the remainder of their unethical, illegal five-year sentence that was given to them in 2012. He pardons them. So it's just more vindication for this entire situation that literally, with the Hammonds specifically, goes back to the early 1800s with the government trying to overstep their bounds and, and push on them. I implore everyone to do as much research with some on our website about it. But that's what I have to say about that. And booyah, America. That's a win. That is sure. a huge win. Yeah, government overreached. That's something that happens more than it fucking should. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. guys, Trump was at the NATO summit today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Making me happy. And he did exactly what I voted for him to do, calling out the globalists. Mm-hmm. Yep, he did. And <laughs> the best part about it is he they expected it this time. When you had the G7, I think, I think they underestimated him. And now they knew what they were getting into. But he walks in the door and is like, Germany. Why are you taking oil, or why are you buying oil from the country that NATO is protecting you against? Yeah. And exactly what just happened? Silence. Yeah. And that shit to say about it. Nope. There's no answer. It's, well, it's, we don't it's, know what him and actual Uncle well, Murphy no, sure. had to say because they didn't have a private sidebar. But, yeah, they have their own pipeline. From Russia yep. to Germany. And can we just establish that way back when we were all babies, the baby Bush called this and told Germany that if they got rid of their coal and nuclear arms, or not arms, their coal and nuclear uh, reactors, that they were going to be emboldened to Russia because it was the only other country in, you know, available to give them energy. Well, now it happened. And good for Trump. I think another aspect of this is, and probably a big reason other than fuck the globalists, is we have a surplus of natural gas in this country right now, and he wants it on the game, which Mm -hmm. he should be doing, Mm -hmm. advocating for our awesome country. And oil. I'm not a huge pipeline advocate, but we have a lot of oil. Well, we've talked about the pipeline before, and I think your main thing is like, they fuck up. If we could find a better way to do it, I think you'd be on board. Yeah, absolutely. If, if, it, if the pipelines that were being built were safe for just construction purposes, if they were built correctly, yeah. I wouldn't have a problem. But they're not, so I do. Yeah. But yeah, so if <clears throat> uh, if we start, his whole plan is to get them to buy our natural gas and our oil. And it's probably gonna work because if he doesn't like he's talking backing out of nafta he's like what do you guys do for me what do you do for the u.s 
The New York Times has a very funny article I implore everyone to read about what NATO does for America. It's a very in-depth article about how we get everything out of NATO. They were, were big, big recipients of free trade. So basically what you're saying, if you were to write this article and I were to edit it, because obviously mm-hmm. I'm the word vomit editor. Yes, he is. Um, it would be one sentence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, one long run-on sentence with commas in the wrong place. Well, if you wrote it. But yeah. when I wrote it, it would just be like... We don't get anything. Ten words. <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous. They're They're like, well, I mean, all these NATO countries do help us. I mean... NATO allies helped us in Afghanistan, and they helped us in Kosovo, and they have, yeah, yeah, they did. They gave us a couple hundred troops. I love when you are acting like you're a mainstream media person. You speak in the very soft (laughs) NPR voice. Well, it's necessary sometimes. I reckon. I don't like it, though. (laughs) I do like it. It makes me giggle, but... No, Fuck it's NPR. It's creepy. Mm, it's ridiculous. NPR. Hey guys, we're gonna lull you to sleep today. Um, but yeah, NATO's good. And I mean, I don't think NATO's bad necessarily. I think there should be a dollar sign number that everyone should attribute, not a percentage, because that's not fair. Or how about the EU? gives us a percentage of their GDP instead of all these little countries giving us a percentage of theirs. Why don't you think the percentage is fair? Because our 2% is not equal to their 2%. Well, I understand that, but... And we actually give almost 4%. Well, that's fine, but our GDP is greater. But, I mean, if these people actually contributed what their the actual percentage of their GDP would be, I think it would be a lot better. Absolutely. No, I agree with that. I'll say, I'll I'll retract and come back and say, if everyone was giving the 2% they were required to give, and we were giving 4%, I wouldn't have anything to bitch about. But because they're not, I can bitch more. And these people aren't going to, they're going to cave because they need us. If they're going to get invaded, who's going to come save their ass? Well, this is what I was thinking. I was thinking about this today, too. If they get invaded and we don't have NATO... We're still going to go over there and fuck shit up. We're yeah. still going to go help. That's what we do. We're not just going to let them get lambs to the slaughter. That's not what America's about. Nope. But it's just funny to me that we even need to do it. But one, another thing that that uh, New York Times article tried to play on was that we need the NATO allies military. <laughs> because right now, it's the U.S. and all our NATO allies versus russia if we got rid of nato it would just be the u.s versus russia just Bring. throwing this out there that's not a bad fight and i can put a little couple dollars on us well yeah <laughs> if shit really got bad i mean what's the cutoff for military now 30 31 32 i mean the saudi arabia spends more on their military budget than uh russia does that's fine you didn't answer my question oh, i'm sorry you were in the I was military. Ready for that. <laughs> you were in the military. What is the oldest you can be to enlist? Oldest? Forty one. That might change. That might have changed. Is it forty one? Forty one or forty two when I was in. I thought it was like early thirties. That's what I was saying. It might have changed. Oh. One well, of the guys whatever. I was with was forty one when he joined. If shit gets bad enough, 
I mean, you can bring the old boys out of retirement. I mean, I'm 33. Well, that's what it's all about. A lot of people don't realize that. So when you sign up for military service all the way back to 2007 when I signed up, um, you sign up for your contract, let's say it's six years, okay? When that six years is up, you have three, I think it's everyone's even across the board, three years of what they call inactive reserve. Regardless of how many years you've been in, retired, blah, 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 all of it. Unless you're like actually really messed up. But barring not that, then you're in the inactive army reserve. Now what that is, is you sit at home, you drink beer, you grow a beard, you have a good time, you get real fat. Okay. But if shit hits the fan. Yeah, got that covered. (laughs) But if shit hits the fan, you're going to go and you're going to fight. Yeah. Now, think about that. The entire military, all the veterans who've gotten out in the last year are on IRR. In, it's called inactive ready reserve is what it's called. Yeah. So all the veterans for the last three years that have gotten out are on IRR. It's supposed to quell the need for a draft, and it will. Well, there's, we'll never need a draft as long as the IRR stays the way it is right now. Yeah. And when I say out of retirement, I mean I'm old and I don't do anything anymore. I never served, and God bless the people who did. But yeah, we got into a big fucking conflict that mattered again. I'd be on board. Mm-hmm. Sasquatch will trim some of its hair, trim some of the hair, some of the fat. My wife would be upset, but I would be way down to play war again. Same here. But... But yeah, no, it's, it's just, uh, I just love that the media squawks. Oh yeah. Trump could literally do something so extreme in their favor and they would still find a way to shit on it. I mean, Trump has literally been doing what they, like they're complaining about something. What does Trump do? Exactly what they want. Yeah. What do they do? They complain about it. And then he does exactly what they want. They wanted the kids not to be separated anymore. Trump did it. Now he's in trouble because they're all in prison together. <laughs> and it was well, too late. It wasn't oh, yeah. soon enough. Yeah, that was their late. big... Yeah. Too little, yeah, too late. North, North Korea is a very good example of this. You're going to get us into a nuclear war. You need to stop being so mean to, to North Korea. North Korea is, you're going you're gonna to get us into a nuclear war. He's not a bad guy. Look at him at the Olympics. His sister's amazing. North Korea, beautiful country. All right, now we're in talks with North Korea. Why are you talking How to a dare warlord? How you sit with that monster? How could you sit with that monster? You need to be harder on North Korea. It's like, wait a minute. Now what's going to happen here is I believe North Korea is going to bounce out of this agreement like they have the last 30 times we've had an agreement. And Trump's going to go right back and lay the hammer down harder than ever, which isn't something no past uh, administration has done. You know, after he backs out of an agreement, they're just like, oh, what do I do now? Hmm. But he's not going to do that. He's going to hammer down again. And we'll just go right back to it. Why are you two being so mean to him? North Korea is not so bad. Yeah. They're good after, guys. After his next term, he could literally come out of that endorsing Hillary Clinton. <laughs> and they would fight him. They wouldn't vote for That's what he should do. 2020. Don't <laughs> vote for me. Vote for Hillary. He'll win 100% of the vote. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the media and the leftists are like... If you've ever worked in a service industry, 
<laughs> you do everything perfect. You bend over backwards, suck your own dick from behind, and the customer's still bitches. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. I'm that guy. And then you spit in their burger. I'll eat it. Oh, cook burgers for people. But, uh, but yeah, no, <laughs> the NATO thing and the Germany Russia thing. It's all he did was walk in there, lay his dick on the table, and say, You guys need to pay the fuck up. You need to quit being stupid. And walked out. Yep. Well, on episode 10 of the Orphans of the American Dream podcast, it was announced. We, we reported the news that Justice Kennedy was retiring. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Trump has already nominated somebody. Brett Kavanaugh. He can have whatever he thoughts on him, but the bottom line is Hillary Clinton did, didn't get to pick him. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. for sure. For sure. I have my reservations. I do too. I don't care for the fact that he is a Bush person, but... I, I don't care about that. I do. I mean, that's not my biggest concern. My biggest concern is that he 100% supported the NSA spying tactics and even stated that hunting down terrorists is more important than personal free speech or personal right to privacy. Tommy. I'm just saying. What did I just say he was? Okay. It goes hand in hand. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Shake hands with the devil. I get it. Him You're and right. Carl Rover, boys. I get. It. I'm just saying that. I I heard that and I was like, ooh. But I do give it to Trump, and I don't know if this was his intention, but this is what he did. I would love to see a full Supreme Court of conservatives. It would make me happy. On the other hand, it would also make me sad because that's not an accurate representation of this country. They need, I believe, the Supreme Court should represent the people of the country. Yeah. What Trump did by putting Kavanaugh in Kennedy's seat was he replaced a swing vote with a swing vote. Yeah. With that thought, after that happened, and I saw it, and I was like, you know what? When Ginsburg croaks or retires, a true liberal justice wouldn't make me upset. I don't fault. It won't happen. I don't. I agree. I don't fault a president for flipping 5-4 in your favor. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's wrong, and I don't think anybody would see it wrong. But I also don't fault a conservative or a Democrat appointing the opposite side to maintain equality of the court as long as that person was level-headed. I'm not saying replace Ruth Bader Ginsburg with an equivalent lunis, lunat, lunatic mind. It's going to be hard. <laughs> to find one, yeah. Well, I mean, no. no. Maxine Waters, put her in there. Done. <laughs> Now we have equal playing field. But but seriously, I think that's important. And if you could find... I would say the girl in... Uh, there's a few uh, liberals who I could live with on the court. But 
you know, not a Ruth Bader Ginsburg style. No, we don't need any more activist judges. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, the left, once again, and the media are going batshit crazy over this Kavanaugh pick. Yeah. The big thing is, not what we have. I mean, what we're thinking is rational. We we don't we're not upset that he's there, but we're hesitant because he's a Bush guy. Mm-hmm. But the left, oh my God, they're gonna overturn Roe versus Wade. Oh my God, we're not gonna be able to have abortions on on demand. <laughs> so <clears throat> that is going to be our main topic for the day. We're gonna talk about abortion. It's exciting. It is exciting. It's kind of the first time we kind of differ in opinion here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Might be a little heated. Good. We'll probably be. But before we get into that, can we establish that um, there were actual newspapers? It didn't matter if it was Kavanaugh. No. The fact that it was Kavanaugh was just coincidental. Like, the one paper actually published that story yeah where it had the just xx, XX. Yeah. <laughs> they were gonna fight him no matter what yeah. yeah they well then there's um democrats uh oh, i believe it was out west there's democrats who have who had made bumper stickers that said stop kavanaugh stop barrett stop x and just all the way down the line, there was like four or five different ones. Oh, those leftists. How dare you? <laughs> like the NFL making yeah, the hats and the yeah. shirts for are both, they Super both Bowl? Are they, a, are they going to send those bumper, those bumper stickers, stickers to Africa? Don't, don't work. I think, <laughs> I think they got caught because they tried to return them. <laughs> and one of the employees was like, look at this shit. And by the way, how dare the leftists not use her actual name? If it doesn't, if it didn't say Comey Barrett or whatever, Coney Barrett or whatever, yeah. she is a strong woman, and she has two names. Hyphen. Mm-hmm. How dare you? That's one of your scruples. It's true. But no, it's. <laughs> oh, I wanted her. <laughs> you might get her. I mean, I, I might. Well, I yeah. think if uh, Bader Ginsburg retires, I think she might be it. I don't think she'll retire. She's an activist judge. She's going to stand there on principle even when she's crazy. Okay, well, maybe she dies, and I don't want her to die. Or impeached. Or impeached. She's old. You can impeach her. (laughs) The left learned all about that this week. You can impeach a Supreme Court justice. Yeah, you can. It's almost impossible. It's never happened. (laughs) (laughs) But they hold on to that hope. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a good time. So, yeah. Their whole art, Roe versus Wade's going bye bye. Mm-hmm. So we felt Hopefully. it necessary to. Break if it you're down. not sure about Roe versus Wade, Justin, yeah. inform us. Yeah, I can give a little quick insight on it. Uh, Roe v. Wade uh, it was a landmark decision uh, issued in 1973 by the U.S. Supreme Court. Um, it was on the issues of constitutionality of laws that criminalized or restricted access to abortions. Uh, the court ended up ruling 7-2 to two that the right to privacy under the Due Process Clause of the 14th Amendment uh, extended to a woman's decision to have an abortion, uh, but that this 
right must be balanced against the state's interest in regulating abortions, uh, protecting a woman's health, and protecting the potentiality of human life. Um, they also uh, change that they they uh, the court resolved the balancing test by trying to state regulation uh, of abortion to the uh, third trimester of pregnancy. But later on, uh, in Planned Parenthood versus Casey, which was in 1992, rejected Roe's uh, trimester framework um, and switched it over to the viability of life, uh, meaning that it can sustain life uh, without, um, basically on its own, mm. with the help of you know newer technology. So it has lowered the age as of, time, as technology's gotten better. Yes. Okay. Um, which I find still to be a, a terrible argument, but we can get into that later. Um, <laughs> we will. A <laughs> uh, little history on who um, Jane uh, Rowe was. Um, she was her real name is Norma McCorvey. Uh, in 1969, uh, she was 21 years old, and she discovered she was pregnant with her third child. She returned to Dallas, Texas, where her friends actually advised her to falsify reports saying that she was raped uh, so she could actually get the abortion. Um, but with, with she was understanding that the Texas law allowed abortion in cases of rape and incest. However... That actually failed. She couldn't. She, there was no police report or anything. Um, and that Texas only allowed abortion at the time for the purpose of saving the life of the mother. Had nothing to do with rape or incest or anything like that. So it would have failed anyway. Mm. Um, but, yeah, they end up, she ended up having the baby before anything was resolved anyway. Um, and then, I mean, they there was a big lawsuit over it. And they end up. You know, obviously winning, like we right. stated before. But, yeah, it's really interesting to to read into, now, though. when you were talking about earlier, they you said they limited it to the, the third trimester? At first. I thought it, it was changed. the first trimester. It changed. Um, um, the court rejected Rose trimester framework while affirming its central holding that a woman has a right to abortion until fetal viability. Is mm-hmm. what they end up changing it okay. to. <clears throat> that was in the nineties, which is technically the fetal viability. It was in ninety two. Yeah, uh, fetal viability ended up being uh, in the first trimester. Oh, is what okay. they end up limiting okay. it to that. So that's what. Yep. Okay, so that's where the first trimester thing came from. Because I remember hearing about that mm-hmm. when I was looking stuff up on it. But yeah, uh, doing their their research, they figured out that yes, this is actually where viability would come into play. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, she actually wrote a book uh, in 94, an autobiography, uh, called I Am Roe, um, just explaining the whole right. thing and, and all that kind of stuff. And then she was actually on a, uh, a tour, uh, a book signing, where she actually befriended um, a minister. And he was also the national director of Operation Rescue. Mm-hmm. Um, and... They became friends and everything else. Uh, she ended up, uh, two days later, she quit her job at the abortion clinic. And uh, she became an advocate for the Operation of Rescues uh, campaign to make abortion illegal. 
Really? She <laughs> completely flipped. Um, she ended up writing a second book uh, called One by Love, which was published in 98. She explained her change on the stance of abortion with the following comments. I was sitting in an OR's, uh, an OR's office when I noticed a fetal development poster. The progression was so obvious. The eyes were so sweet. It hurt my heart just looking at them. I ran outside and I finally, it dawned on me. Norma, I said to myself, they're right. I had worked with pregnant women for years. I had been through three pregnancies and deliveries myself. I should have known, yet something in that poster made me lose my breath. I kept seeing the picture of that tiny 10-week-old embryo, and I said to myself, that's a baby. It had, it's as if blinders just fell off my eyes and I suddenly understood the truth. She ended up becoming, uh, she said she uh, released a statement that affirmed her reception into the Latin Rite and the Catholic Church, and she was confirmed as a full member. You see, and that's that's the entire argument right there. Mm-hmm. And she is the epitome of both sides. You either believe it's a life mm-hmm. or you don't believe it's a life. And anything beyond that really doesn't yeah. matter. See, and you don't hear any of this about her flipping sides. Right, no. They're I not going to use that as an argument because that goes against everything. She is the poster child of abortion right there. Mm-hmm. And why it even got better well better for them i guess for the abortion argument uh and she even flipped and i thought that was awesome yeah i mean it just it 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 comes down to personal belief it's either a life or it's not a life and that's where everybody everything beyond that is based off of that simple belief mm-hmm. but it is interesting I mean you brought up something when you were talking about the initial um, the court case and whatever mm-hmm. where they uh, um, abort- like in Texas abortion was only legal if it was like to save the life of the mother yes mm-hmm. don't you have some more of those yeah arguments I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of arguments for abortion and, uh, well, arguments is a, what they use is a nice arguments. term. It is. So like some common ones are obviously like the rape, the rape one. Do you believe a woman who's raped shouldn't have an abortion or shouldn't be able to have an abortion? I do believe that I should, I don't mm-hmm. think they should be able to. Why not? Why? It's not the baby's fault. It's not the mother's fault. Okay. But why should she go through that? That pain and that completely destruction of her body because she was raped. Okay, so punish the baby and the mother because of the rapist. No, we're punishing the mother by not letting her abort it. And it's not punishing the baby. That depends. Is it life or is it not life? It is life. Okay. The argument is it's not life. And the argument is wrong. Maybe. Not legally right now. Right. Which is why it should be overturned. Right. And that's what half the country believes. Yeah. It's sad. It's the same argument on both sides. 
It just depends on which side you fall on. It shouldn't even be an argument. That's the problem. Well, okay. Let's put it this way. You have a friend gets in a bad car accident. He's in a coma. Not waking up. Doc says, who, who, who does the doc give the authority to, to pull the cord and kill that person? The closest relative. Okay. How is that any different? Does he have potential for life afterwards, or is he done? He has just as much potential for life as a baby does. As a fetus. Not necessarily, because there is times where you're like, okay, he's brain dead, he's done, he's definitely not coming back from this. Most of the time, a fetus is with the potential of life. It is life. It, it, It can potentially keep going and become a human. Like, full, like, birth human. Right. We were, if we're so going to play the are, odds game. If we're going to play the odds game. Well, that's the thing is, is the person in a coma, this is your yeah. deal. Hypothetical question. Does is, does he have a chance to come out of it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, then they shouldn't pull the plug. Okay, but nobody's arguing against that. They should. Doesn't matter what age the person is. I don't care if it's an eighty-year-old person that needs help versus a fetus. If they can survive, they should. I guess my I guess where I'm at here is uh, rape is what we're talking about, correct? Yeah, yeah. If a woman gets raped, wouldn't you think she goes and seeks medical attention? right after not always the psychological trauma they should they should absolutely but psychological trauma does special things to different people that's the same reason why people don't always report rape right away it's the same reason why people don't always like everyone knows that when you're raped the last thing you should do is take a shower yeah Mm -hmm. dna evidence and everything it's like 60 percent of the women go home and take a shower they're in shock they're not thinking and that shot can last for days. And that that reliving of that experience can last a lifetime. There's a reason why rape victims don't do what is logically the right answer. But at the same time, if we're going to say abortion is murder, is plan B murder? Which, by definition, is what? Just the, plan B. the morning after pill. That kills the fetus, the potential fetus that might be inside of you? I think it is. From my stance, yes. People would argue that. I know that. I don't know. I I I think... What's it? I don't know. I don't don't have a problem with plan B or birth control in general. (laughs) No. I don't. I don't have a problem... I really don't have a problem with abortion as long as it's not late term. If where if, do you draw the line? Where the basically where they draw the line in the in the law, if the baby can be born and live on its own in an incubator or whatever, then that's where I draw the line. If you have you know what, I don't know what the line is. What did you say the line was? Like 20 weeks or what's the first trimester? Three months? 
So I don't know where the actual legal uh, line is, but I will say that there's plenty of abortions that happen even under six weeks, and that's most of them. Under six weeks. Yes, six weeks and under. Yeah, I'm down with that. And then even there has been abortions. Uh, let's see, over 21 weeks, 21 weeks and over, uh, 1.3% of abortions. Yeah, I think, see, I think, I depending... think my, my line is drawn like at plan B. I mean, yeah, people fuck up, but I think that's my line. I don't, I don't, <clears throat> I don't think there's any reason to be able to have, you fucked up, you are legitimately pregnant have the baby if you don't want to keep the baby put it up for adoption right no but and then the argument goes the adoption is a horrible place to put any kid you don't necessarily have to put it in the foster care or take it to whatever there are plenty of people out there that would that want a baby that would want a baby that can't have a baby no, I know, but don't you have to? How does that system work? Can you, you just you get a hold with other families? They you go through contact and everything else. There's systems in place for that. Then you meet with the family and everything else, oh, and you make right. a plan. They get it when it's born. Oh, did you not watch Juno? There you go. No, I couldn't get through it. It was the worst movie I ever watched in my life. I can't, I hate. <laughs> I don't. I can't stand him. Yeah. And her, I don't mind her, but her in that movie just drove me nuts. Yeah, well, swarmy little Canadian. I get you. Yeah. No, I couldn't do it. So that's, okay. So then that, I mean, that entire argument's dead. That whole argument's dead. Mm-hmm. I mean, I kill that argument. I put a knife right in it. But, but no, like you said 21 weeks and over. I know, because I know a person who has had a baby this young, but a baby can survive and be a very healthy baby at 38 weeks. And I've heard younger. Wait, 38 weeks? 38, yeah, what is that? What is that? Okay, that's basically full term. 38 weeks? How many many weeks is it? That's a 33-week-old baby. Hmm. 40 weeks is full term. 40 weeks? Oh, well, yeah. she was he he was way younger than that. Okay, I read that wrong then. Yeah, you can have a you can have a baby that's going to survive in 20 week 20 some odd weeks. Yeah. Maybe that's what he was. Maybe it's 26 weeks. Which is still pretty old it seems. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not about that that life. Mhm. They got a basically do it like they do the uh the gun debate lay them out just like uh uh crowder did with the rifles and the pistols and he laid them out on a table and said okay where do you draw the line just like i mean this is obviously a podcast you don't have visuals but you look at a fetal development chart you can google it Mm mm-hmm Ask somebody where they draw the line. When it kind of looks like a baby or, you know. But, for example, where do you draw the line? I'm looking. Just based on these. Hmm. 
I'd probably draw it somewhere along that eight, nine week mark. Maybe, maybe nine, ten week mark. And I do feel, <clears throat> I do feel for the women that want to get an abortion. Just like, <clears throat> not even for whatever reason. I don't care. Uh, because sometimes like you don't even know you're pregnant. Until after it already has a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, isn't really fair. Like, I don't know. I don't I, I, I don't think it's fair to the baby that they're going to have an abortion. Well, I hear you. Yeah, you know? I, I mean, yeah, they have a heartbeat. You're, you're looking at, like, 22 to 30 days. And you got to remember that like, there's, there's gestation uh, age. A gestation age is what they base... A lot of this off of. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, the actual fetal age. So, the okay, let me explain the gestation age. Um, it is actually, um, make sure I get this right. It's measured from the first day of the woman's last menstruation. Okay. Okay. That's how they do it because it's, it's just too hard to nail it dead on. Right. Um, so, the actual fetal age is roughly two weeks younger than what they're basing everything off of. Of the gestation age. So, if they get an abortion at eight weeks, that is a six-week-old baby, roughly. Okay. Yeah. Which goes in favor of the argument for pro-life even more. Yeah. I just think it's ridiculous. Um, Some of these crazy feminist leftists, they have gone on the limb. That's not a limb to them. They've called pregnancy a disease. Well... If it's a disease, it's completely preventable. Yeah, it's it called. I'm yeah, I'm fuck. Yeah, I'm I'm completely pro-choice on several things. Okay, a woman has the choice to stay abstinent. She has a choice to put a condom on the man's dick. She has a choice to be a mother, and she has a choice to give that baby up for adoption. The fifth, I don't agree with, yeah. and that is to kill the baby. And I will say kill. I am pro-choice on everything else. They have a choice. So you're against like birth control? No, I said they have a choice to use condoms and... You said uh, condoms. Okay, yeah, birth control is is actually different. I'm yeah. I'm not against birth control. Yeah, birth okay. control and plan B. I was that, just trying that, to get you plan to B, Plan B is a separate situation, though. Right. But actual birth control, it's stopping from everything from actually happening. Nothing actually happens. Why are you against plan B? Because there's already shit happening. Well, possibly. You don't know. If you take it like four hours after you fuck. That's too soon. Eight hours. Just saying. Yeah, which it, it, I should have the number at one point, but um, I think it's within, man, I don't have that stat. You're supposed to do it right when you wake up. It's supposed to be like roughly a night's sleep. Whatever. I mean, whatever. I'm just saying. I don't. I think that's part of prevention. I mean, you made a, people make mistakes. Oh shit! I meant to. The condom broke. Whatever. Like mm-hmm. you're trying. So I don't know. I'm not. I mean, how how late does Plan B stop working? I don't even it, know. You can't like you can't take it. If 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 you don't take like if you take it the night after, like you wake up in the morning after you've done 
you're 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 you got you got done kicked boots, okay? Mm-hmm. And you wait till the next night, the effectivity like it's like less than fifty percent. Well, that's I, whatever. That's the next day. I don't have a problem with that. But anything past that, Jesus. No. Yeah, but the next day there's already cells and everything splitting, and 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 the only thing that actually has that happen are things that are alive. Dead things don't have cells that are splitting and creating new ones. So okay, the argument fine. is that it is alive. That's fine. It is a life. I mean, I disagree with. I don't disagree with it. Alive, and that's where you stand. Whatever. But I'm just saying. Let's say you did it. You're wearing a rubber. Shit breaks. Consequences. <laughs> I don't know. I just. I think Plan B is okay. After that, I'm against it. But. And that's where you stand. I mean, yeah. I. I'm not going to change your mind. Yeah, I give it a line. I give, I give it a little leeway. It's just. I don't know. Um, I have a hard time. I have a hard time believing. I'm not saying you personally, but let's say somebody else in, with your mindset. It's going to be super stressful on the wife if she potentially gets pregnant of whatever XYZ dude. The condom breaks. I don't know. I think if the wife is against it, she's going to go take that fucking pill. And that's another problem that is wrong with the system is that the man never has a choice. Oh, I agree. You know, they, they go after these these guys who don't stick around, mm-hmm. but, you know, they technically weren't ready to be a father, yet they're going to nail them in court and they're going to take them for every penny they can. Mm-hmm. And that's horseshit. I agree. Why should they be able to walk away and the man can't? I'm not saying a man should walk away. I think the no, man should, not. should go with the consequences as well. I mean, my wife and I don't want to have another kid. For the most part, we just really don't have it. We don't want to have another kid. If we had another one, it would kind of suck at times because, you know, just money, it's expensive to have kids. Mm -hmm. I have two of them myself, you know. But if she got pregnant, we're going to deal with those consequences. Yeah. Plain and simple. Yeah, with your guy comment, you're just playing devil's advocate to their argument. Right. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying they they should walk away. I'm just saying that you can't bitch about one and be okay with the other. Yeah, it's it's wild. And and like, I don't know. I don't think until it can survive on its own, I don't consider it. I guess a life. Yeah, but even when it's born, it can't survive on its own. Huh? Even after it's born, it can't survive on its own. It's a an infant i mean basic survival like it can breathe it can it can survive it needs food someone needs to feed it but if you cut out a six week eight week ten week old baby it's not going to be able to do any of those things feeding it's not going to change that yeah and i can see I'm, i won't change your mind on it that's no, just and, plain and simple that's and that's, not what, and we're that's what we're here to do and anyway that's what i mean that's what i mean yeah. that's the, this entire argument it's like people go so in depth about it and they're like this is why and this way mm-hmm. it comes down to two simple factors it's a life or it's not a life well it's either you believe it's a life or you believe it's not okay fair yeah yeah exactly and and that's and that's those are just some arguments. I mean, there's plenty. And then, yeah, you there have, are more. If you where have more, we can some people break believe those it's down life, as well. They don't care. It's 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 her choice. It's her, you know, that kind of stuff too. But the, the rape one always, I find because that's a big one that they use. What mm-hmm. if what if they were raped? What if they were raped? Well, that that yeah, accounts for less than half argument. percent, half a percent of women that yeah. get an abortion is because of rape. Yeah, I definitely don't think it should be illegal. I don't think it should be celebrated the way it is 
in today. You know, I mean, I find that disturbing. It, 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 I, I agree with that. Well, it goes hand in hand. We do have a giant mental illness problem in this country. Well, I mean, it's and I think it's it's just the left playing its own game again, just taking something and going ten thousand miles as far as they can, as fast as they can. Well, yeah, there's definitely some of that, but we do definitely have. There are definitely people out there that are completely mentally deranged. Well, yeah, absolutely, but. But it's I I don't I don't agree with it being celebrated. I think it should be one of those things like mm, sucks. And I think the people. But why do you say it sucks though? Huh? Why would it suck though? Because it's either a life or it's not, right? Right. Okay. So if you don't think it's a life and you're okay with abortion, then it shouldn't suck at all because you don't think it's a life. Well, the I mean, you're right. The potential is there, but it's not there yet. It's not a life yet. So it's still, you still know that if you wanted a baby, you could have a baby. I would think that, you know, I think, I don't know numbers. I don't know facts, but I would say that at least some of these people who have these abortions, they probably have regrets because they're, if you have something growing inside of you, you, you feel that. I think, yeah. I think a lot of people feel that. And I mean, I, I know women who have had abortions who don't have that, who have heard that, you know, and who know that that, that is a thing. But I know women who have had abortions who don't have that. You know, more than more than one, I do. And it's just, you know, it depends on the person. Some people just aren't ready, and it's like, you know, this... Some things that this baby would ruin, would have, would have ruined their life. Like, the, the people, the person they are today good or bad, would have not been able to be had this medical technology not been available to them. And back to it, it's a life or it's not a life. You believe it's a life or you believe it's not a life. I just think everything you do in life, you have consequences. Yeah. I agree. And to just... And to, I mean, an abortion, I think, is a cop-out to get out of your consequences. Okay, but smoking cigarettes is, is a con- You have a consequence there. Mm-hmm. We still get to take chemo when we get lung cancer. You're not killing anyone. The hell I'm not. That's a that's a completely different. You're not killing another entity. You're not killing somebody else that doesn't have a choice. You're killing yourself. That's on you. If you can get medical, that that that's a that's a that that argument has nothing to do with abortion. I don't know. I think it just no. I'm just going off your consequences thing. Right. I mean, you deal with having to go. And, and have cancer. That's the consequence. You deal with it. Yes. Can you get right. medical help? You're getting medical help. That's that's different. That medical help versus aborting a baby. That's those are well. I mean, apples on, and oranges. On one side of the thing, abortion is medical help. I wouldn't say help. It's medical. I mean, it helps a lot of people. I, I again, it's, it helps them out of a consequence that is it, by by getting rid of life. Or potential life, or however you want to say it. Right. So it's a different argument. Well, um, <clears throat> that was a fun argument. Um, <laughs> I thought you had more. As far as going back to the left's insanity about you know this Roe v. Wade thing, abortion, all that, I wanted to provide you with a little bit of a history of Planned Parenthood and its founder, Margaret Sanger. Um, Let 
Margaret Sanger founded, in 1923, the American Birth Control League. It would go on to become the Planned Parenthood Federation of America. Sanger was an advocate for eugenics, which is defined as the practice or advocacy of controlled selective breeding of human populations, as by sterilization, to improve the population's genetic composition. That, in and of itself, is horrendous. Sweden did that until the 70s, just saying. And they have very beautiful people, just saying. I'm not advocating, just saying. You sound like a commie. <laughs> um, I'm going to read some quotes to you of some things that she said. Our objective is unlimited sexual gratification without the burden of unwanted children. Women must have the right to live, to love, to be lazy, to be an unmarried mother, to create, to destroy... The marriage bed is the most degenerative influence in the social order. The most merciful thing that a family does to one of its infant members is to kill it. These are things that were published in, you know, academic journals. That was in 1922. Another quote of hers, We should hire three or four colored ministers, preferably with social service backgrounds and with engaging personalities. The most successful educational approach to the Negro is through a religious appeal. We don't want the word to go out that we want to exterminate the Negro population. And the minister is the man who can straighten out that idea if it ever occurs to any of their more rebellious members. Good gravy. What? Did you listen to anything I just said? Part of the eugenics movement was to get rid of the african-american population it was also to get the word out they didn't want the word to get out i see what you're saying yeah that was their plan the same thing with the uh like the irish immigrants Mm -hmm. things like that the 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 working class they they wanted to get rid of the working class they're elitists they think they're better than everybody else um to go farther with that that was in a letter to a doctor um but I, I did some more research, and there was a, uh, a census tract analysis by Protecting Black Life, an outreach project of Life Issues Institute. It found that of the 173 Planned Parenthood surgical abortion facilities operating in 2014, um, they were continuing their practice of heavily targeting minority neighborhoods for abortion, with 78% of those 173 clinics within walking distance of these minority communities. Yeah, actually, they just admitted that uh, a couple weeks ago on Twitter. <laughs> they were talking God. about how, how getting rid of Roe versus Wade is going to disproportionately impact. It was a huge percentage of the minority population where Planned Parenthood resides. And it was like somebody actually commented on there and it was like, are you just admitting that you target minorities? <laughs> yeah, that's one of their big things. And yeah. this what I, this research I did will go on. Um, that census tract was uh, counted as a minority. That census tract counted as a minority neighborhood if its minority racial percentage reached over fifty percent, or if it was one and a half times that of the county percentage. Census tracts with racial percentages below the national average population of twelve point six for blacks and sixteen point three for Hispanics were excluded. Um, Planned Parenthood by leveraging substantial influence inf- 
by leveraging substantial influence and securing Title X funding, Planned Parenthood has become the primary option for minority women who need low-cost contraceptives. While abortion offers a high profit margin, contraceptives do not. Therefore, Planned Parenthood affiliates have little incentive to provide high-quality contraceptive care and instruction to clients. And yet, with Planned Planned Parenthood's ubiquitous neighborhood presence, Many minority women develop a dependence upon their contraceptives and become ensnared in the active sexual lifestyle they promote. As Planned Parenthood knows, contraceptive failure, 54% of women who receive abortions use contraceptives. 54%. Um, that that ensures a high likelihood that the client will return with an unintended pregnancy. Is that still? Yeah. This provides an opportunity for the much more profitable scenario of selling an abortion. Such a strong financial incentive can only be increased the risks uh, for abortion for vulnerable women. They prey on these people. It's ridiculous. The Democratic Party has a stronghold on the African American community and the minorities. I don't fucking understand it. I just don't. They're brainwashed. Well, yeah. More black babies have been aborted than any other. Mm Mm-hmm. In this country it's in the millions it's nuts that is wild and we're and Planned Parenthood is lauded they give out a fucking Margaret Sanger award yeah. I think a couple of years ago they, they give it to Nancy Pelosi yeah yeah I do know about that so wherever you stand on abortion we need to get rid of the federal funding and the state funding Absolutely. and the county funding and the municipal funding for these organizations well and they're I, private. They get a lot of donations, and they make money off this shit too. But I'm just saying, they should be not. They should not be getting federal money. They should get no government money. No. And um, what was it? 2016. 2016, when the election happened, and Trump campaigned on defunding Planned Parenthood, they raised. Oh man, I can't remember. It was more than their uh, what they get in federal funding. And they use that strictly to campaign against Trump. Well, and they got a bunch in the coffers now for these midterm elections. Right, that they're going right. to throw at the and it's just like, candidates. why is the government give well, that? Like that's my taxpayer money yeah. being used for political agendas I disagree with. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute, hold up. <laughs> hey. <laughs> But no, I, I totally disagree with that. Especially when they make enough, obviously, to not need the federal funding. And you know what else happened when President Trump started saying things like, let's defund Planned Parenthood? Their donations went through the fucking roof. Yeah, yeah which proves... Which I don't have a problem with. I know that goes back and forth here too, but... Go for it, Planned Parenthood. Do your fucking thing. Don't give a shit, but don't use my taxpayer dollars to do it. That's where I stand yeah, on that. I don't that. think abortion should be legal. You, you know where I stand. Right. But as long as it is legal, I, yeah, if they want to pay for their own, I get, yeah, that's fine. Because it should not come from us. Right. I'm not and- saying that they should do anything i'm just saying that yeah we should not be paying with our tax dollars Absolutely and there is not. there is a whole nother side to the abortion argument that we haven't even touched on and this almost touches on it is the fact that before it was legal and 
the kinds of abortions that were happening were out of like a horror story. Like, I don't know if anybody is up to date on American Horror Story, but there's an entire season about this. But, uh, not my jam. Where in the 20s, these, um, excommunicated doctors would do abortions in their basements. You know? And they would, they'd, these women would be murdered, some of them, you know, by these hack doctors, drug addict doctors, that just fuck these women's up. These women's. Fuck these women up. These women's. But, uh, and that's the kind of thing that makes me think that, you know, let's say we do make abortion illegal. That shit's going to happen. And it's it's the same thing. And I think it's on them. It's the same thing as prostitution. You know, you're not going to, I'm not going to say it's exactly the same thing. Well, it goes back to individual liberty. Yeah. But there's, there's a huge. There's, with liberty comes responsibility. Well, that's fair. But legalizing something does give you some protections from the horrible shit that could happen to I you. I understand. But I mean, like I said earlier. So there's some leftists out there that call pregnancy a disease. I agree. I it agree. is completely preventable. Have some fucking self-control. Right. The thing, when we were talking about these, these arguments for abortion, it's these college professors and these campuses and these people, they try to get you to agree on a little fact, the little thing, where, Wraps okay, that's reasonable. And no, you're gonna you're gonna now you agree with everything. Yeah, yeah. that's off. not how that works. No. Well, but that's how they think it works. I know, and they and get they a can... lot of people. I know, I know, but <clears throat> it's a guilt thing. Yeah, and I think a lot of the abortion argument is a guilt thing too on both sides. You know, one side saying, "How can you say that she can't do that?" and then the other side saying, "How can you kill a baby?" and you know, depending on what you believe, depends on where, yeah, where you fall. I, I'm pro life, but I'm also, I think I live in the libertarian world too. Like, mm-hmm. you're not hurting me, you're not hurting my property. Do what the fuck you want, but I'm not paying for it. No, and I kind of that's kind of where I sit for the most part. But, and obviously the line's a little different. But yeah, I, I don't agree with abortion, like. If it happened to me, I would be totally against it. I would have a really hard time if I was with somebody and they wanted to abort a baby. I don't know what the fuck I would do. I hope it never happens. But I, I, that's not something I could go through if, yeah. I, if I had a choice. But I'm not other people. I don't know your circumstances. Right. And it kind of get like what you were saying earlier, like individual liberty comes responsibility. Yeah. And that's, that's a really good point. I think, you know... Yeah. They say pregnancy is a disease. Well, so is syphilis. So is AIDS. So is herpes. So is gonorrhea. Those are all preventable. <laughs> Stop fucking around. Yeah. If you don't want to ha- you don't want to deal with the consequences, stay the fuck out of the kitchen. If you can't handle the heat, stay out of the kitchen. Addiction. Like you know from a very young age that, you know, getting pregnant comes from having sex. I mean, you know that. Earlier and earlier now. Yeah. You guys ever have a green ball in your left hand? 
and a green ball in your right hand. What do you think you have if you have that? You have Hulk's dick in your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. I knew it was coming. I just wanted to break up the tension a little bit. Um, Unlike popular belief with how debates work these days, me and Justin are not going to go into the parking lot and stab each other. It's, (laughs) It's a crazy concept. They are, however, going to go in my backyard and they're going to mud wrestle naked. I mean, that's that's how you end a debate. People, that's how we end a podcast. Like, I don't understand how people don't understand how debates work. That's how a debate works. When you end a debate, you mud wrestle naked. Okay? Like, what, what, is, what is wrong with everyone? How do you not know teachers this? teachers teaching these kids anyway? <laughs> this should be part of debate class. Not in class, and I don't, I don't condone kids wrestling naked. But Took a turn. We've taken a turn. <laughs> she got dark. Fucked her, bud. But no, no, it's it's a touch situation, and it's one. It's a, it's a hundred percent one of those things. It's split right down the middle. Yeah, I just, eh, I mean, you know where I stand. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, and, and not even from a religious standpoint. I mean, yes, a lot of my beliefs come see, from my religious standpoint, but I'm not even basing it on a religious standpoint. And that that's something that's irritating me. I'm right ba- now, basing too. it off of science. The left is playing that game, and the, the Supreme Court shouldn't ju- shouldn't judge from a religious standpoint. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. There's plenty of non-religious people that don't like abortion either, yeah. and it has. It has it's nothing, a moral thing. It's yeah. a moral argument. It's not. It's, yeah. I mean, I that that irritates me because that's like no. Now you're just blaming it on something else. Yeah, but one of one of my favorite arguments that I've heard, um, here recently, is there was a tweet that went out, um, said. If you, if you were in a fertility clinic and you heard, and it caught fire and you heard a child crying in there uh, and you saw him, there's a little kid, let's say he was three-year-old crying in a, in a room. Um, there's also like a refrigerator or whatever. Um, and it had a container and it had a thousand fetuses and you could only save one. Which one would you save? That's supposed to be like the end all, you know, argument for uh, pro choice. Right. God damn it! What kind of fucked up world does that person live in? Right. Why would anybody be in that scenario? And that's supposed to be like he said he's been doing it for ten years and he can never get an answer, which is horseshit. He's gotten plenty of answers, I'm sure, but it's 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 it comes down to no, it's bullshit. Yes, I would say it's an absolute the, bullshit. I would say the kid. Yes, and See, regardless, and- that doesn't mean that I don't care mm-hmm. about those fetuses. Right, you can't save everybody. Sometimes, yes, and th- and the thing is, you can break it down. And if you if because since it is a hypothetical uh, situation, right. let's let's change it slightly. Let's say you and your your wife, or if I'm talking to a girl right now, mm-hmm. you know, you and your husband, your your spouse. Let's say, you know, the child is. Is, is not yours. It's just a random child. Mm-hmm. But in that container are the fetuses of you and your, for you and your husband, and that's like the only way Getting that it. you can have a baby. It comes to a moral judgment. I mean, I feel like in reality, a lot I of, could grab that kid and grab that one right, vial. Right, right. But, but I'm going to grab the, that one vial because that means something to me. Right. A lot of people are going to say, "Well, I'm going to." 
I'm going to grab the vial. Yeah. Because absolutely. that has to do with them. So it completely nullifies the fact that the argument for saying, well, if you, you chose this life because it's more important. No, yeah. it depends. No. It's, it's situational. I mean, what a cockamamie scenario. Yeah, I grabbed yeah. that life because it, I could shit. save it. Why can't you grab both? I'm a Sasquatch. I could grab all of them. Yes, it's just for the question. But I mean, well, that guy, I would argue, should have been aborted. Okay. You know what? And let's 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 say that it's not even your fetuses, okay? Let's say humanity itself right. is relying on those fetuses. It's you and this kid, and you have the technology to make these fetuses people. It's a it's you know sci-fi situation, right? Child or humanity. I mean, you're probably you know, still going to take the kid because it's going to be easier. Like you're you're going to try and save as much as you can, but no, you it comes would, down. You would, you would choose humanity. Well, I understand. Tell that. me, you would choose the kid, and then you both die. Okay, I, in my head here, I'm imagining like a ten foot tall like incubator of these little things. I feel like it's going to be really difficult to move. I'm Not in a sci fi situation. What is it? It's about? really easy. It's, it's just like you push a couple buttons, and it's, it just. We're talking, we're talking a briefcase that that takes both my hands, so I can't grab the kid and it. Yep. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so. Okay, you're right. Then I would take. Yeah. Then I would take. You humanity. would save I would humanity. Take, I would, I would take but those. it just proves right there that that is life. That is is it's not it's not that it's you know in that situation yes it is yeah. more important than just saving the kid. But right. it's it's it it's it's situational. Yeah, but, but, but still, even oh, with situational, it doesn't me. change the fact that it's life. Oh, that irritates me because man, it's a really it, terrible it, it argument, and that's one of the biggest ones here lately. And it's I'm disturbing. Getting, I'm getting caught up on the wrong part of it. I know. But it's just irritating me because that you can't carry two things at once. No, no, you can't. Like that's a horrible argument. So you can't, you, you can't save everybody. You know, you have these terrorist attacks, like nine eleven. How many people died in nine eleven? Three, three thousand something. Right. The firefighters that survived that. You're, you're telling me that this is the people that died in there, they didn't give a shit about them. That's what you're saying. Mm-hmm. By but this argument, that's what that's what that argument's saying. No, no, they tried their goddamnedest. And they couldn't get them all, and they saved as many as they could, and that was what their job was. Yeah. And that is what you do in that situation. Yeah. And whether you take the kid or whether you take 200 of those vials, it doesn't goddamn matter. Yeah. You did what you could to save the situation. Now, I know it was a hypothetical situation about an abortion, and I went way too far with it. But <laughs> no, I just I find Ooh, it, I find it okay, just funny <laughs> that like, a lot of them are using this as the, the number one best argument to show that that life, the, the one that's already born, is more important than the vials of, of the fetuses. And it's easily torn apart within a matter of seconds. I mean, I've, the, the, the minute I read it, I, I, I mean, I had it broken down. It's, I mean, it wasn't hard. It's... It's definitely not a hard thing to answer. Yeah, no, that's a horrible. And and, and it's like I said, it's 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 a moral reaction, <sighs> and moral reactions happen whether they're right or wrong. Yeah, but it's it's For your reaction. Sure. Regardless. Speaking of, oh, like three weeks. What ago. is our uh, coupon code for the week? Who, man? Usually we base it off of what we're talking about. That's that could be rough. I'm not gonna buy a shirt because I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say pro-life. Trust me, I'd love to, but I'm not gonna do that. I know. Um, man, that's a good question. That's a harder question than what that Twitter post was. Scotus. Scotus. Sure. What the hell? Yeah, Scotus. <laughs> Let's do Scotus. Get a uh, do Scotus in uh, in the checkout and get 15% off on your next purchase. Nice. Nice. No minimum purchase. Just uh, you should buy no maximum though. purchase. Let's say that. Yeah. No, there's definitely a maximum purchase. You should buy everything. They're awesome. Twice. That's See, there's that's no. I, I wanted purchase. to buy everything a couple times, so there's no maximum. 
Go ahead and buy something. Get 15% off by using SCOTUS. Right. I would like to mention, you know, it's been a very, very long time. We mentioned it three weeks ago. That's um, not a long time. Shh. The, Over the children at the border are no longer an issue. Wrong. No one cares about them anymore. Mm-hmm. It's all about abortion now. Um, it's a matter of time. It was guns, week, and then yeah. it was immigrants, and now it's abortion. It'll change to something it's here. It's the leftist flavor of the week. I know. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to mention how, how ridiculous that is because, you know, that was pretty. We were pretty passionate about that two and a half weeks ago. Oh, yeah. And uh, we don't give a shit anymore. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sweating. Yeah, if you too. guys have. Any other arguments for people listening, you know, if you have, if you have more arguments for or or against abortion, drop us a line, you know, hit us up and we'll uh, get us on Twitter um, at OAD underscore studios. Uh, Send us a private message. um, Follow us. uh, Reach out to us. If you have a good argument, you think that is way better than that Twitter post that I mentioned, which isn't hard. uh, Let us know. We'd love to talk to you. Whether you're for or against it. If you do send us a private private message, please don't send us a dick pic. <laughs> no, no, no. Only no, to no, no, at no. the Mad American one. Yes. Yeah, I'll take them. I will accept dick I jokes. I rate them I'm a big and fan. I will post them after I dox you. You can catch me at OAD <laughs> underscore Sasquatch. And I'm at the Justin Rogers. And as stated earlier, I am at the Mad American one. We got a Facebook page. Instagram's the same as Twitter. Um, orphansoftheamericandream.com is our website y'all need to go buy a shirt need to go buy a cup share our stuff love each other Mm -hmm. god bless peace bitches Blow, 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 blow,